Hey everyone, this is Joseph Bosco, pastor of Highway Church. Thanks for joining us on our podcast. You know, all of us need the right kind of voices in our lives. Voices that inspire us to know the one who made us. Voices that awaken our divine destiny and reveal to us the goodness of God. Well, that's what this ministry is all about. So enjoy the message. You know, I've, I've always loved this time of the year, and I'm thinking back to when I was a kid, you know, Christmas time. And I think, w- w- what made Christmas special to you, would you say? Uh, I always, well, just the atmosphere, uh, that's me, uh, just the atmosphere being at grandmom's house, grandmother's house, right, <laughs> houses, I love the atmosphere, it just felt uh, warm and uh, calming, you know, yeah. <laughs> comforting. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think it, with me, uh, Christmas time, what made it very special to me was expectation. That's good. I was expecting something good to happen. I didn't know the Bible, didn't know anything, but, you know, built into this Christmas celebration is an expectation mm-hmm. for good, that something good is going to happen, mm-hmm. that something in my heart, something that I've desired is going to happen. And, you know, where does this idea of something good happening, <laughs> where does this idea, this freedom to expect something good Where's that from? Who's that from? Well, you know, the gospel is good news. Good news. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. This whole idea of expectation for good comes from your heavenly father. Right. He desires us to live with a confident expectation for good every day of our lives. Now, again, like I said, as a, as a child, I didn't know the scriptures. We didn't know the Bible in our house. We went to a church, and we saw a nativity scene at Christmas, and we were told about baby Jesus and things like that, but we didn't understand the gospel. But I want to talk today about this expectation for good, and the title of this message is Wonder Counselor. You could say Miracle Counselor. Because God not only wants you to expect good, he wants you to experience good. He wants you to experience his miraculous power in your life every day of your life. He wants you to experience the resurrection life of Christ today, tomorrow, all the way through Christmas, all the way through New Year's Eve, and all the way through 2023 and beyond. So let's get into this expectation of good, because I want you to know this whole idea. It's really uh, we were watching the uh, the the series that was based off the Santa Claus with Tim Allen, mm-hmm. and they're talking about uh, the idea of believing. You know that this if you take away this this expectation, you know for good, then Christmas loses its quote unquote magic. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not talking about any magic. We're talking about the God who made heaven and earth who through faith in Christ has become your father, and he wants to satisfy the desires of your heart. This is real life. There's no fantasy about it. In fact, the Bible calls it faith, right? Being sure and certain of who he is, what he's done for me through his son, and who I am now in Christ. Let's go back to Psalm 37, verse 4. Psalm 37, verse 4. 
But this is where we're going to start. And we're going to see that this expectation for good was not our initiative. There's nothing selfish about it. It actually was, was implanted in us by the Father that we would look to him and have a relationship with him and experience him in every area of our lives. All right? It's inherent in, it in the celebration. Love. Absolutely. It's inherent in the celebration of his coming is yes. that he brings good news, that he is yep. the prince of peace. He is our hope. That's right. And uh, it's inherent in, in the celebration that we have this Christmas. A lot of people yep. translated it over to fictional stories, but... The real yeah. essence of Christmas is the hope and the love uh, of God yeah. come to the earth. Yeah. That's so good. Mm -hmm. That's so good. Psalm 37, 4. Listen to this. This is a scripture. It says, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Man, that's what little kids are so excited about their Christmas list, right? Mm -hmm. These are desires of my heart. Yeah. I want uh, that, you know, I want that um, new remote control car. Yeah, yeah. I remember when I wanted a remote control car. Uh -huh. Did, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then someone in my house, I think, sat on it and broke it that uh, Christmas day. It was pretty sad. But anyway, it was a desire of my heart, <laughs> a remote control car. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, you know, but the desires of your heart. What are the desires of your heart today? That's good. Do you want a remote control car? <laughs> Do you want a real car? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you want a home? You want a house? Do you? What do you? What is the, What are the desires of your heart? Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. This is a whole different way of living, right? Instead of trying to figure out how to make it happen. We worship him. We delight ourselves in him knowing that he's got it covered. Amen. Right? He's, he's, he's already made a list. It's called the Lamb's Book of Life, and your name's in it. You'll never be on the naughty list again. <laughs> we were all on the naughty list, right? Mm -hmm. All of us mm -hmm. fell short of the glory mm -hmm. of God. Mm -hmm. But when we put our faith in Christ, we were permanently transferred from the naughty list to the nice list, right? Let's look at another scripture. What's Matthew? the Bible say? It says... Out of the kingdom of darkness yeah. and into the kingdom of his dear son. Yeah. yeah. It's another yeah. way of saying naughty list, the nice <laughs> list, right? That's right. <laughs> Matthew chapter 7. Let's look at this as more. We want to get a hold of the heart of God. It's knowing his heart that changes us. It's knowing his heart that gives us a whole different perspective on life that enables us to experience and receive from him. And he is glorified when we receive from him right? Mark, Matthew chapter 7, here it is again, this whole idea of expectation for good, that the desires of our heart would be fulfilled. It comes from him. Verse 7, Jesus said this, ask and it will be given. I love that. Ask and it will be given you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door will be opened unto you. This is Jesus. This is the will of God in the flesh. It was his initiative. He's the one who wants us to ask. Don't be timid. Don't feel like you're, you're burdening God. You can't burden God. He's got all the time for you. It's amazing. You know, if you'll, if you'll develop a relationship with him, you'll find you'll feel like you're the only person on earth. He'll give you that kind of attention, that kind of care, as if you're the only one on this planet. He's amazing like that, right? Knock, and it will be open to you. Everyone who asks, receives. 
Everyone who asks receives. Amen. Boy, that's so simple and so good. Everyone who asks receives, and he that seeks finds, and to him that knocks shall be opened. If you, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, verse 11, how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask him? So, so good. That's so good. He's making the invitation. Yeah, everyone who asks receives. Mm -hmm. You know, there's nothing... I hope we haven't, uh, we should learn from the children. We really should. I, I hope we haven't forgotten how to ask. You know, kids don't have any hesitation. And we've been saying around here for a little while now that a mark of a relationship is the freedom to ask. Yeah, you know so you're good. in relationship when, so when you feel free to ask. And God, on his part, has said to us, go on and ask. Yes. He's initiated this relationship. And, you know, we can grow in trust of him when we grow in our trust and and see that he's good uh we become more free about yeah. asking that's right you know that's right and, but it's his setup it's his invitation yeah. and uh we're gonna be like kids and just be an asker in that freedom of that relationship we have with him didn't Je jesus say unless you become like a child that's right you will not experience the kingdom of god they do not hesitate you're in the checkout line can i have sure uh, can i have you know yeah. can i have that bubble gum can right, i have that right, drink right, you know right. i want that you know yeah. they do not think twice that's how we are to be with the father that's right that's right oh i like that you know come on <laughs> oh can i have that car father mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah can i have that mm -hmm. job can i have that home right yeah ask everyone who asks receives Wow. You know, there's a real, this, we're talking about the application of salvation. Yeah. You know, Jesus came that our sins would be forgiven, that we would be in relationship with him, that yes, we would one day be in his presence together with him. But we're talking about the real application of salvation that again, you can ask when you're in relationship. Well, Jesus has made it possible for us to be in relationship with him. So what's the application of that relationship, you know, is now that we can we can ask these yes. things. And if you're opposed to that, if you're like, no, no, you know, uh, you, you automatically uh, block or, yeah. or frustrate yeah, sure, that kind sure. of aspect of the relationship. There are some people whose relationship with others is very free. I can ask, yeah. and there's no hesitation. Then there are others like, oh, I could never ask. Well, why isn't that flowing between the people? Is it because the one didn't want to give or because the one said, oh, I could never ask? Yeah. It gets stopped when we take that position of, yeah. oh, I could never ask. Well, then you won't have to worry about it. It won't right. come your way. Right. But when God has initiated and said, go on, ask, seek, knock, That's right. everyone, everyone receives. Who asks, receives. Everyone, everyone who receives. Asks, receives. Everyone who asks, receives. Oh, man. Everyone who asks, receives. <laughs> So good. So, we're so making good. our way to Isaiah 9, 6. So talking good. Talking about the wonder counselor. Yes. But we're starting talking about this expectation for good, right? So it's good. really, quote, unquote, the magic for this season, as the world puts it, right? But it's not magic. It's called faith. Yeah. Confident expectation of his love for me, him moving on my behalf in my current situation. James 1, 17. Let's look at this one. Every good thing bestowed and every perfect gift is from above coming down from the father of lights with whom there's no variation or shifting shadow every good things from him this whole idea of giving gifts is from him yeah 
the whole idea. It's not something we came up with. It, it's not something that uh, is selfish. Giving, receiving, sowing, reaping, it's all his idea. Hallelujah. Yeah. Let's go ahead and head to Isaiah. Let's do it. Let's do it. You want me to read it? It says, For unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. I love that. Famous scripture, right? Especially around Christmas time. He shall be called Wonderful <laughs> Counselor, the Mighty God. I can't read that not sing uh, Handel's Messiah in oh, my head. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah. Or unto us a right, child. Right, 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 right. <laughs> now, remember, uh, uh, what do you want for Christmas? Now, remember, when you ask God, you're not coming to a man. Right? You're coming to the one who's perfect love the one who gave his son for you, the one who's perfect in power. He's totally for you. So I want to, let's let's shift into another gear. Okay, are we live again? Okay, sorry about this, guys, having some Wi-Fi issues. But this word's going to get to you. This message is going to get to you. And that's all there is to it. Hallelujah. So Isaiah 9, 6, Jennifer just read, we're talking about the heart of God. And, and asking and expecting from him because he's for you. Um, I, I don't know if we heard this, so I'm going to say it again with this Wi-Fi issue, but uh, the simple question, what do you want for Christmas? Ask your father for it. Ask him for it. Why? Because when you come to him, you're not coming to a man. He's not someone who keeps record of your rights or wrongs. He's not Santa Claus. He's the one who made you. He's the one who's perfect in power. He's the one who loves you perfectly. He's giving you the abundance of his grace, the gift of his righteousness. He's for you. He's for you. He's saying, come, ask. Ask everyone who asks receives. Knock, seek, find. I'm for you. Come to me. Let me show myself to you. Let me bless you and give you the desires of your heart. This is the heart of the Father. Okay, and we saw we we read three scriptures uh, earlier, in Psalm thirty-seven four and Matthew seven seven through eight and eleven and James one seventeen. We're in Isaiah nine six right now, and um, I want to shift into a different gear. I want you to expect the wonder-working power of God in your life, as we read in Isaiah ninety-six. Isaiah's prophesying prophesying hundreds of years before Christ came, and he said, his name shall be called Wonderful. His name shall be called Counselor. His, he shall be called the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Now, here we go. Are you ready for the wonder-working power of God to flow in your life? In this verse, in Isaiah, in the English, my English translation here has a comma after wonderful. It says wonderful, comma, counselor, comma, the mighty God, comma, the everlasting father, so on. Well, in the actual original Hebrew, there are no commas there. And actually, if we look at the context of what's said, these three phrases, wonderful, counselor, and the mighty God all go together. All right, to, to, to give us 
a, a picture of God, and it reads like this. Are you ready? I'm just going to read it to you as if we're reading it in the Hebrew. And his name shall be called Wonder Counselor, Miracle Counselor, Strong God, Extraordinary Strategist. I want you to think of this. Let me read it again. His name shall be called Wonder Counselor, Miracle Counselor, Strong God, Extraordinary Strategist. I want you to know that your, your Father, the Lord Jesus, who is the everlasting Father, right? The one who sets you free, he is the wonder counselor. He's the one who will counsel you in wonders and miracles. Ha, hallelujah. You've got to know when you come to God, you're not coming to a man. What would happen if you put Google aside regarding your life issues, any challenges that you're facing, and you went to the wonder counselor directly. See, listen, I, hey, I, I Google myself about, you know, searching for restaurants and all kinds of things and sometimes looking up history items and researching facts and stuff like that. But listen, when it comes to my life issues, when it comes to things that, that are challenging me that I'm facing, you know what I go to? It's not Google. Why? That's the wisdom of man. Why would I go there? I can't get any wonder and miracles there. I'm going directly to the wonder counselor. I'm going directly to the miracle counselor, to the extraordinary strategist, to the mighty God. You see, this, this, these three phrases create this picture of the one who can do anything, of the one who's limitless in power, of the one who is the king of who's the commander in chief the king of the armies the lord of hosts the god of the angel armies right and nothing's impossible with him and i want to stir this up in you today for this season to begin going to the wonder counselor begin going to the one with whom nothing is impossible and expect to receive everything you need directly from him He's the wonder counselor. He's the miracle counselor. He will counsel you in wonders and miracles. That's what he does. And we're going to look at a few examples here in the Word. I don't even know how we're doing time-wise with the Wi-Fi hiccups, but we're going to keep it going, all right? He will counsel you this way. This is who he is. There, you, you know, there, when you find something on Google, that doesn't mean it's true at all. Who knows where it came from? There are all kinds of fake stuff on Google. There are all kinds of political stuff on Google. Even Wikipedia, I, I utilize it. It can be helpful, but it's anyone can put what they want to put in there for the most part. I know it can be removed, but you're, you're getting man's, Google is man's wisdom, okay? We're, we, we, we need to go to the miracle worker. What would happen if you had no technology? If man's wisdom was not an option, what would you do? There are places in the world where they realize 
man's wisdom is not an option. And they have to have something supernatural happen in our lives. Can I tell you in America, we're the same. We need to realize we need the supernatural power of God in our lives. There's no procedures or technological advancements that can truly solve your issues and make you whole. We need the miracle worker. We need the wonder counselor actively involved in our lives, all right? Now, when God gives you counsel, it will be extraordinary, extraordinary. It will be out of the ordinary. It will not be common. It will not be of this world. Why? Because he's God, right? Let's look at an example of this. Let's go to uh, Joshua chapter 6. This is the wonder counselor. And I think, you know, he, he would you agree that God is divine, right? He's God. He 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 has no beginning. Weren't we just talking about just that? Just recently, yes. Yeah. He has no beginning. I I just can't figure that out. So when you come to the one who has no beginning, you're gonna get an answer. You're gonna get set free. Why? There's no limitations. He can do all things. He calls things into being that don't exist. He raises the dead. When Jesus was here on earth, he, he spoke to people who were missing limbs, and limbs reappeared. See, what, what what's kind of happened, got kind of, what's happened is we've, we've, we've for, kind of forgotten who we're, who we're worshiping, <laughs> who we're in relationship with. We, we've we've kind of watered down the reality of his power right? Mm -hmm. That God is God. Yeah, he's God, but I've just got to deal with this thing in my life and try and figure it out. And if I do well, he'll be pleased with me. And if I fail, he's not going to be pleased. No, he wants to be your answer. Mm -hmm. He wants to be your answer. He wants to show himself to you. He wants to reveal himself to you. Look at Joshua chapter six. See, what I love about the Bible, it's real people living real life Mm -hmm. in facing real challenges. Mm -hmm. It's not a storybook. There's nothing fantasy about it. And I love that about, uh, about God and the way that he inspired man by his spirit to write the scriptures. It's so real. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's crazy real. It's frightening real sometimes. There's some crazy stuff in the Bible. You know, there's people doing things in the Bible that people should have never done. But it's all in there, and you can read it all, right? Why? Because God's real, and he understands what we're going through. He understands what we're facing. And he wants to show up in your real life, in your real situation with real power and set you free. So here's real people in Joshua. They've just been delivered out of hundreds of years of bondage by the power of God from the most powerful nation on earth, right? They, and not only were they delivered out of, out of Egypt's hands, and Egypt, biblically speaking, was a type of the world system. It was, it was uh, used as a type of being delivered out from the hand of the enemy, of Satan, which we've been delivered. And they were brought out on, the, on their exit, their exodus, the night they left. They were brought out whole, healthy, and wealthy with silver and gold. The wealthiest nation on earth handed to them their wealth. Why? This is the heart of the Father. Ask, it will be given. Everyone who asks receives. And here they are now. They've, they've come out, but they still had a very difficult time trusting the Lord. Their, their thinking was wrong. Their hearts were hard. 
So God wanted to bring them out right into the promised land. It was about a six weeks journey, all right? It ended up taking 40 years because of the stubborn hard-heartedness of God's people, right? But here we are now, and that, that stubborn generation had died off, okay? Moses had passed, and here's Joshua now, and they're in the promised land. They've got to take it. Now, in their promised land, there are enemies there, people that don't belong there who are trying to lay claim to what belongs to you. Oh, I meant, I meant Joshua and Israel. I mean you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What am I saying? Listen, God has promised you things, and there will be obstacles trying to keep you from taking possession of them in your life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, people aren't the problem. The problem is in the spiritual realm, right? Uh, there are spirits of darkness trying to hinder you and discourage you and keep you from taking possession of your health, of your prosperity, of your wholeness, of your destiny, of your intimacy with the Father. Okay? So here they are. These real people are there, and they come. I believe it was the first city uh, in the promised land. It was Jericho. A, a walled city, uh, uh, just a, a formidable. Ooh, okay, here we are. Mm -hmm. We're coming up against this city, and they've got these massive walls around them. What are we going to do? And I want you to look at the wonder counselor, how God counsels them, all right? Because he's going to counsel you in wonderful ways, in miraculous ways, and just follow him. So here they are, Jericho. Now, this is before Google, right? Jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel now went out. And none came in. Excuse me. Not so the, the Jericho shut up. No one's coming in. No one's coming out. Actually, they were afraid of God's people. God's That's people right. didn't realize that. That's right. They were afraid of the God of God's people, right? And the Lord said unto Joshua, See, I have given into your hand Jericho and the king thereof, and the mighty men of valor. And you shall compass the city, all, all you men of war, and go round about the city once. Thus you shall do six days. So he's telling them to, to uh, walk around the city for six days, all right? On the seven, excuse me, and seven priests shall bear before the ark seven trumpets. Now the ark was the the Ark of the Covenant, right? The place of God's presence. So they're going to take walk with God's presence around the city six days, seven priests, seven trumpets. And on the seventh day, they're going to compass the city seven times. We know seven. That's the number of the Lord, a number of completion, perfection. right? Mm -hmm. And the priests shall blow the trumpets. And it shall come to pass that when they make a, a long blast with their ram's horn, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall shout with a great shout. And the wall of the city shall fall down flat. <laughs> fall down flat. <laughs> Not crumble, 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 start. No, <laughs> flat, like it was never there. <laughs> Hello. When you let God counsel, it'll be like your problems were never there. So good. Hallelujah. Oh, I love this. Counselor, mighty God. And the people shall uh, ascend up every man straight before him. Now, if I were in the natural and I received this counsel, I would laugh. Sure. 
that is stupid. Sure. Haven't seen that before. Yeah. We're, we're going to do <laughs> what? Okay, we've got this strong, fortified city, and we're going to walk around their walls for six days. They're going to pick us off. Mm-hmm. What would I do if I was an enemy? I'd go up on top of the wall and just pick them off, right? Sure. They, 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 they were like sitting ducks, naturally speaking, right? But they went to the wonder counselor. Listen, when you go to God, he's going to lead you in ways that are supernatural. And when you follow that wonder counsel, yeah. the enemy, can you imagine Jericho was probably wondering yeah. what they were doing? Yeah. And that's a strategy also sure. against your enemies to confuse them. What yeah. are you doing? Yeah. We've not seen this before. Yeah. But when you follow the wonder counsel, yeah. you're it'll cause your enemies to wonder. And, and yeah. that's a good thing, you know? <laughs> I wonder in a different way. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. That's so good. Exactly. It's so good. I love that. Exactly. <laughs> you know, too, just what you're saying about Google, this just keeps ringing inside of me. Yeah. Google gives us lots of options, right? We think it's great when you get 37 hits on your search or whatever, right, you know, right. Right? we think that's a wonderful thing. But God gives us what? one. <laughs> he comes to us and says, here's the counsel. Absolutely. And you know what's powerful about that? Oh, well, so I say good. powerful is that, you know, just like a hose, you guys have ever worked with a garden hose and they have those nozzles that you can tighten it and the stream gets smaller and more intense. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, there's the wide and it just, sure, it flows out, but it drops to the ground. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? That's like Google and all the... Th- 37 yeah. hits. It's like, there's a lot of stuff there, but when you intensify and get one yeah. stream that the power of that, the intensity of that, the result of that is stronger when yeah. you get that one wonder council so word, true. So true. you know, and you, you do what he said to do. That's so and that's good. the difference in the, uh, Israelites around in the, in the wilderness. Had they just done what God had said, yeah. had they just, not argued or tried to reason or try to yeah. understand what he was saying, but just do what yeah. God said. They would have had the results that they saw here, you yeah. know, in Jericho. So I'm just talking about that wonder council. We'll have a one wonder word. power. One word from him. And have a it's wonder power with it's all it. You need. And it'll it'll make your enemies scratch their yeah. head and not know what's going on. And that is yeah. so glorious, so fun. Gives glory to God. Yeah. When we do what he instructs right. us to do. That's right. You know. That's the difference between the wisdom of man and God. Man has 45,000 answers for you. <laughs> right? God's got one. Ha! <sighs> None of us have, have looked through all the answers on a Google search. None of us. <laughs> you kidding? No. Why? It's a waste of time. And you know what we do, too, is yeah. we, we go through all the results of our search and we pick the one that seems to, that we like. Right, Like, right. you know. That we agree the most with, right? <laughs> that right? seems to fit what we are looking right. for. Oh, you know, man, this is good. You know, God yeah. isn't necessarily, what he's going to tell us yeah. is that we're not going to have seen it. We're not going to. You know, we're not going to say, oh, yeah, I identify with that. Come on. <laughs> oh, it's, Hallelujah. It's going to be what we need from yeah. his wisdom and from his wonder. Yeah. Counsel. Praise God. So God gives them a word. They act on it. They walk around with his presence six days. So imagine that. That's starting today, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And that's six days, right? They do that for six days. 
They're trusting him, right? They're acting on his word. That's what he told them to do. Doesn't look like there's any power in it. Doesn't look like there's going to be any results. Nothing's happened in six days. Nothing, right? Now they've survived. Their enemy hasn't attacked. That's a positive, right? Right? On the seventh day. And this is what this we're on the seventh day. Yes, we live in the seventh day. We live in the seventh day. Mm -hmm. What is the seventh day? The day of shouting and victory. Jesus brought us into the seventh day. The day of shouting, the day of victory, the day of being new creations in Christ, of being co-heirs with Christ, of being the sons and daughters of God. On the seventh day, all they had to do was shout. Can you shout? (laughs) Hallelujah! (laughs) And when they shouted, again, they're acting on the word of God. These impenetrable walls became flat. Psalm 47, verse 1 says, Oh, clap your hands, all you people. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Listen to me, if you're going to experience the miracle power of God, you've got to cultivate your shout. You've got to open your mouth and <laughs> shout. There's nothing quiet oh, about knowing glory. God. Glory. Listen, if you haven't shouted yet in your relationship with God, if you haven't shouted praise unto him, you just haven't yet realized how much he loves you. Mm-hmm. When I, I and it's interesting, you know, being in church culture over the years, there are people who say, "Well, I don't. I'm just not that type of personality." Those same people I'll see at a sporting event, and boy, are they shouting! <laughs> right? Let's be real. Every human being wants to shout when they're motivated. Well, listen, God sent His Son for you. How many touchdowns does that take? Come on, is that, a, is that better than your favorite sports team winning the championship? Is that more important than the World Cup? Yeah, yeah. So what do we do? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for new life in you. God, you're so good. Hallelujah. This should be a regular part of your daily life. I don't do this out in public. Well, not usually. Not normally, but I'm talking about in your relationship as you're going through your day, as you're getting away with him, right? And sometimes right in the face of that challenge, hallelujah, God, you're my victory. Thank you. You've done this, right? Shout. Now, Jesus is the wonder counselor. That was Jesus talking to Joshua. Did you know that? <laughs> Listen, let's give a couple more for time's sake. Um, I'm going to just touch on them. Jesus, Matthew chapter 17, okay? Verses 24 through 27, won't read them. But here's Peter, okay? And and the, the religious experts are pressuring Peter for tax money, right? Yeah, well, you, you guys need to pay your temple tax, right? So Peter comes to Jesus, and Jesus wonder counsels him. Mm-hmm. You know what he told him? He told Peter to go and catch a fish. Now, Peter knew how to do that. He was, that's what he did. He had a family business, fisherman, right? He said, I want you to go and catch a fish. And then when you pull that fish out of the water, I want you to open that fish's mouth and the money for your taxes, my taxes, and all the disciples' taxes is going to be in that fish's mouth. I never saw that before. (laughs) 
He's the wonder counselor. <laughs> you won't find an answer like that uh, so good. from man. Why? Because man can't do that. Let God be God in your life, determined to experience his wonder and miraculous power. Because that's who he is. God is glorified when we exalt him as God. Yeah. When we treat him as the God he is, as the limitless one that he is. Love that. Another example. I could spend days on each one of these. Listen, uh, it was the wonder-working power of God that put the money in that fish's mouth. But notice, this is interesting, that, God, that Jesus wonder counseled him, but he didn't ask him to do something he didn't know how to do. Come on. It wasn't hard for Peter to do that. So good. Was it hard for them to walk around the city? No. In, in, in uh, Jericho, in Joshua, in Joshua, book of Joshua? Did of it course, all the no, time. They, they walked. They knew how to walk. Was it hard for Peter to catch a fish? No, he did, did it all the time. Professional fisherman. So this is, this is the power of God in the midst of, let me turn my little ring-a-ding-ding off there. Uh, in the midst of a challenge, God's not going to ask you to do something crazy something difficult for you to do can 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 you what it what you what do you know how to do mm -hmm. let him lead you he'll lead you in what you know how to do but he puts his miracle working power in the, result. Amen. In the midst of what you know how to do Amen. and he brings a result that you that you couldn't bring about without him that's right that's what he does so what do you know how to do do that and then let his miracle working power loose in your situation and watch what he does yeah Another example of the wonder counselor, Mark chapter 6, verses 34 through 44. Here they are. Jesus has just ministered to this massive group of people, thousands and thousands and thousands of people, maybe ten or 15,000 people. We don't know exactly, but we know there are 5,000 men there, not including women and children. He ministers to them, and the disciples are concerned because it's, it's late in the day, and what are these people going to eat? All right? And, and Jesus, again, he wonder counsels them. And he says, what do you have? <laughs> I love Jesus. I love spending time alone with him. He tells me things that no one could ever tell me. He sees things so differently. Why? Because he's limitless in power. Yeah. They said, we got two loaves and four, what is it, two loaves and five fish? Excuse me, five loaves and two fish, you know, for 15,000 people. What, what do you mean, what do I have? That's a dumb question. We, we're not talking about what we have. We're talking about feeding these people. The wonder counselor says, what do you have? Mm -hmm. I have five loaves of bread and two fish. Bring it to me. Bring it to me. And what happened? What they already had was brought to the wonder counselor. And the miracle-working power of the wonder counselor took what they had, and they had an abundance of food. He multiplied what they had to the point that everyone there ate until they were satisfied, and there were bunches left over. <laughs> what do you want for Christmas? What challenges are you facing in your life right now? Bring it to the wonder counselor. Let him show himself to you. Father, thank you mm. for being the mighty God, mm -hmm. the extraordinary strategist. You are the divine one. You have no beginning. 
And Father, we bring every situation in our lives directly to you. We're not going to look to man for answers anymore. We're coming directly to you and putting you in your place in our lives as our God and our provider, as our healer and our deliverer. We take you, Lord, as our, our shepherd. We take you as our provider. We take you as our healer. We take you as our righteousness. We take you as our, our leader and the one who has is, who is gone before us. We take you as our justifier. And Father, we ask you to wonder counsel us, speak to us, lead and guide us in the situations and challenges we're facing and be glorified with your miracle working power in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We want to encourage you to, to listen to this again, to cultivate this confident expectation in the miracle worker, in the one who gave you his son. And, and don't, there's no need to look to man anymore. You go directly to the extraordinary strategist, to the king of the angel armies, and let him give you a word and you act on that word, and you watch his miracle-working power show up in your life. You remember Psalm 23, 1? We've been saying it regularly. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not lack. We're, we, we never lack. We're always in the black. We're going to worship the Lord right now with our money. And I'll tell you, boy, this is, this is a time to experience God in your financial life. I know man has all kinds of, of advice and strategies uh, for financial success, but God has one that's very simple. It's, it's, it's trust me. <laughs> Take me at my word. Right? Walk with me and watch what I do. In Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22, it says, The blessing of the Lord makes rich. Did I write that? No. Who wrote that? Solomon. Holy Ghost. Yeah, through Solomon, right. The blessing of the Lord makes rich, and he adds no sorrow to it. The blessing of the Lord makes rich, and he adds no sorrow to it. Proverbs 3, 9, and 10 says, Honor the Lord by giving him the first part of all your income. Then every dimension of your life will overflow Hallelujah. with blessings. Hallelujah. <laughs> Well, there it is. There's the wonder counselor. See, it's all over the Bible. His wonder counselors, it's full of it. Mm -hmm. It's the book of wonder counseling, mm -hmm. of miracle counseling. So we're going to act on the word of God. We're going to bring to God the first part of our income. We're going to worship him with our best. And we thank him. Our confident expectation is wealth, mm -hmm. prosperity, because the blessing of the Lord makes rich. Overflow. I love that. Overflow. Amen. So let's do that. And you know the information there is on your screen. You can go to our website, highwaychurch.us. Click on give in the menu. You can text the money that you like to worship the Lord with to 508-502-7733. And our P.O. box, our mailing address is there. It is new. Make note of that. It is uh, P.O. box 746. And that's now Jenks, J-E-N-K-S, Oklahoma. But let's worship the Lord right now. And I want to pray for you as well, Highway family. Father, we come before you. We lift up our money to you, the first part of our increase, and we worship you with our money. 
Lord, it is your blessing that makes rich, and you add no sorrow to it. Father, we thank you for causing us to overflow financially, to overflow bunches left over at the end of every month, bunches left over, never in, <laughs> never in the red, always in the black. We thank you for your prosperity abounding in our lives. We thank you for your miracle-working power in our finances. We thank you for mortgages paid in full. We thank you for debts paid in full. We thank you for, for increase and overflow. By your spirit, we shout grace to our finances. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 We bless you, Highway family. Yes. Listen, coming up, Christmas Eve, we have pre-recorded a special Christmas Eve service for you, and uh, we're airing it twice on Christmas Eve, 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. And then we pre-recorded a special Christmas Day service for you, and that is going to be aired multiple times throughout the day. And we want you to enjoy this celebration of the wonder worker, the wonder counselor, the mighty God in your life. Mm -hmm. We bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank God that his miracle working power is flowing in your life today and all throughout yeah. this week. Get ready for an amazing week of walking with the wonder counselor. We love you. We bless you in the name of Jesus. And we'll see you soon. God is so good. We want to invite you to continue to grow in the knowledge of His goodness, who He is, what He's done for you, and who you are in Him. Check out our websites at josephbosco.us and highwaychurch.us and begin living the abundant life He came to give you.